if we have an ad that's great messaging and we're targeting audience and the click through rates like 0.2%, right? No, like the obviously the ad's not resonating with that particular audience. So, you know, try a new ad. We also got to look at, okay, what's the bounce rate of the page, right? If the bounce rate of the page is really, really high, well, there's obviously something wrong with your page. It could be a page speed issue. It could be a messaging issue. Like, what's the bounce rate of the page? Hey, I'm Shauna. I'm a business mentor and leadership coach. After years of working with leaders and professionals, the one thing I can say is I do not have all the answers. And guess what? I'm okay with that. This podcast is dedicated to having the conversations with the people who have been where you are or have the expertise that will help you to streamline, simplify, and take the guesswork out of growing and scaling your business. Each week, we will dive into guest interviews, tips, trends, and strategies that will help you to cut through the fluff. So if you are ready to take your business to the next level, stick around. This is the Scale to Grow podcast. So hello, hello, welcome back to the Scale to Grow podcast. So my name is Shauna and I am the host of the podcast. So today we are going to be talking about the sales process strategies of YouTube for scaling your business. And we're gonna cover questions like how to effectively identify your target and ideal audience during the sales process. And we're actually gonna be talking about the significance of building a strong personal YouTube brand and how it ties back into your sales strategy and we're also going to be talking about the not so sexy stuff like some of the analytics and how that plays in to optimizing your strategy and who we have on is going to be none other than Marcus Swiven who is an industrial electrician who switched careers after a knee injury and he found his way into advertising and starting with Facebook he moved into YouTube advertising and he since then co-founded with his partner Ben Jones who is a titan marketer and they created a digital marketing agency called Titan Marketers that specializes in optimizing sales processes. And YouTube, of course, is one of the channels that he focuses on. And together, they've actually helped over 500 business owners to add an additional six to seven plus figures to their businesses using YouTube ads. But I think Marcus does bring a lot of insights in terms of the sales process and what that truly means when you're leveraging YouTube and how powerful that tool is for your business. So without further ado, I want to bring Marcus on to like get started and just kind of share all of the stuff that will help you to kind of grow to that next level. So Marcus, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Sean. I appreciate it. So I know there are so many things out there that you could be doing, but you are doing YouTube and you are doing it in a way that is working with business owners. Your company's name is Titan Marketer. And yep. I'm curious about how did you start? Why did you decide to just focus on YouTube and how did this all come together? So it's a bit of a long story. So I'll try and make it somewhat short. So essentially, I have a electrical background. So I'm a uh, industrial electrician by trade. I did that for about a decade. And then probably 2016, I started dabbling in like affiliate marketing because they're like, I saw an ad about it and I was like, huh, laptop lifestyle, 
sell other people's stuff. Sounds good to me. Let's go. So I, I did that for like six months. I completely sucked at it. But I came to the conclusion that everyone needs traffic, right? Whether you're a local business, online business, whatever. If you don't have traffic, you don't have a business, right? Mm -hmm. right. So I started getting into like Facebook traffic and email, email marketing and that sort of thing. And but was, that was, it was like a side gig. And maybe maybe a couple grand a month, a thousand dollars a month somewhere on there. Anyways, in 2000 and early, early 2019, I was um, at this uh, trampoline arena, indoor arena, death trap of a place. And I was jumping from one trampoline to another trampoline because I had my son, I think it was 10 at the time, 11, 10, 11. And I was, I was jumping. I had questions. I had questions at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, because I have four kids. I mean, so anyway, so. I was jumping from one trampoline to another trampoline and because, you know, and I forgot that I wasn't, you know, 14, 15 anymore, you know, and my right knee went to go dislocate. And so it like shredded all of the ligaments, like my MCL, my ACL, PCL, my meniscus. It just got completely messed up. Like it literally felt like someone came up, hit me in the knee with a baseball bat full of nails and then lit it on fire. And so, I had this schmicko Gucci job lined up, making really good money, working like five months of the year. And I was a week out from starting that that position. And anyways, they held that position for me for like nine months. And I just said, look, I have no idea when I come. I can't pass a physical because I can hardly, I can hardly squat. And um, and so anyways, I lost that job. So I, But I still had to put bacon on the table where I still, you know, still make money. So a friend of mine, he's now my business partner, Ben Jones. He said, look, I need some traffic done. I have a few friends that need traffic done. You know, if you can manage our Facebook ads, we'll pay you. I'm like, sweet. So I did that with him and his friends. Worked out really well. And then basically him and I, Ben and I, we, we said, oh, we'll just, let's just join forces. Because he, he's pretty savvy with like, business ideas and running businesses and this and that. And I'm really good with running and managing traffic and sales, pro like, like messaging and ad all that sort of stuff. And so, yes, yeah, so we just combined our powers and we just created Titan Marketer and been doing that ever since late 2019. Some around there, late 2019. And um, yeah, it's had, it's like when COVID came, that was a bit rough. So it's had a lot of like, it's had some good, really good ups, but it's had a whole lot of downs because, you know, like particularly here in Australia, you know, like we were shut down for ages and ages and ages, couldn't do anything and businesses couldn't run businesses. And yeah, so it was pretty bad. But, you know, we, we rebounded and doing pretty well right now. So, yes. So that's kind of how I got started and how Type Marketer got created. And uh, yeah, what was, was there another question? I can't remember what the other question was. I, I got lost in the death trap of the trampoline yeah. and, you know, knee dislocated, fire, like, yeah, yeah, change, yeah. life cycle happening, you know, all of a sudden you're doing marketing, but you were electrical. Yeah, industrial electrician, yeah. Like, there's a lot here. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that you, you bounced back, like, pun intended. 
I'm glad that that oh, was yeah. <laughs> so funny. So where did the name? So insensitive. Come? So insensitive. <laughs> you know, you know what they say about Canadians. It's not true. You know. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, funny. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's funny though. So. Titan marketer, where yep. did the name come from? Because there has to be something behind it. I don't know. Well, we sat down one night and we were just thinking about well, what do we call this? Like, what do we call ourselves? Like, we we came up with all these ridiculous ideas and whatnot, and and I don't know. I was just thinking of like I just remember the movie Remember the Titans, and I was like, oh, Titans, oh, that sounds ironic. So, what do we do? What do we call ourselves? So we looked up it was, it was Titan Marketing, but they were I was already taken. That's a whole different company. And so I was like, well, let's call it some tight marketer, you know? So, yeah. So that's just basically how we came up with it. <laughs> I thought, remember the Titans with Denzel Washington? And yeah, that was it. Oh, my God. Hilarious. It's like when I asked my son stuff and he like says, it, it, Mom, it's, it's literally that simple. There's nothing complicated about what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, that's exactly how it came with the name. Like whatever came to my head is kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah. got it. Okay, basically, basically. (laughs) All right. So I'm now curious because you said everything sales kind of sat on your lap, and Ben kind of took over with majority of the other stuff, and the two of you together kind of made that work. Yeah. So how do you define a successful sales process, like based on your own definition of it, and your like based on what you've done? A successful sales process is anything that's able to create a three times return on ad spend, in my opinion, a minimum, minimum, because if your sales process is creating at least three times return, you're paying Mm -hmm. the bills and you're paying yourself. Got it. Right. So unless you're like e-commerce, if you do like e-commerce, like maybe 2x, you might be all right. But like if you're a information service-based business, you know, you have overheads, you have all you have staff to pay. You got all sorts. So you need making at least 3X on mm-hmm. your ad spend in order to put money in the bank, to put, you know, put food on the table. So a successful, to me, in my opinion, a successful sales process is three times return on ad spend. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you're contemplating the, like the ad spend portion of it, how do you come up with a number? So we actually have a number of marketing calculators that we utilize. So before we start a new idea, like mm-hmm. a new offer, for example, mm-hmm. uh, we'll run it through the calculator and we'll say, okay, well, this is how much traffic cost. The conversion rate is rough. Maybe this, because you know, if it's a new offer, you don't really know what the conversion rate is going to be. We know what the traffic cost would be usually. And then we just see what the calculator spits out. And if it spits out the numbers like sick, like we're good, then you know we'll we'll go ahead with it. And like when we bring on like new students and whatnot, we'll do the exact same thing with them. They'll come to us with their ideas. And we go, well, let's look at the math, right? Because mm-hmm. math is lie and it's unbiased. So that's basically tell us, look, if we want to make this much money, we need to spend this much money. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. basically what our calculators do. Yeah. No. So it's just uh, basically just a big formula we put our stuff through. Okay. So that makes sense. So when you're integrating YouTube as part of that sales effort, say with like your clients or even with what you guys are doing, how do you make sure everything kind of lines up cohesively as part of that strategy? Because I think in some cases people look at, you know, they will say, okay, well, I'm doing social media or I'm doing, you know, YouTube or I'm doing, you know, 
this channel and that's about it but you know it's part of an umbrella right in terms of your your overall strategy so how do you make sure that when you're integrating like a youtube effort that it, it all lines up together and nothing kind of falls off track so the first thing that we do is like when we bring on a new student for example or a new client the first thing we do is we look at their sales process, make sure they have a working sales process. And a lot of times we only work with people who are already running ads, mm. right? Because if you're already running ads, you already have a sales process that works. And that's just like, that's like the biggest, the biggest thing is having that sales process already working. And so if someone comes to us and they say, oh, look, I'm already spending five, six, $7,000 a month or plus whatever on Facebook ads. I'm like, sweet, we can just like create some ads, plug them into YouTube and away you go. And it's basically almost works right out the gate, like almost works right out the gate because that sales process, particularly for cold audiences, right? For people who don't like paid ads, that's the hardest part to get to work. Mm -hmm. It's, It's getting that sales process initially figuring that out, right? What's the messaging on the landing page? You know, what's our follow-up sequences? So what emails or reminder texts or, you know, SMSs or whatever's going, you know, if we're doing a webinar, right? Is our webinar, you know, is our messaging in our webinar and our presentation good, right? Or if it's a sales call, like book a call, for example, you know, is, do the salespeople know what they're talking about and are they good at closing and all that sort of stuff, right? So that's, that's the biggest thing. So when someone comes to us and they say, oh, like, this is my offer, but I don't have a proven sales process. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, we can do this, but it's going to take them. It's going to take time. Like it's going to take a couple of months to, to sort this out. It's going to take monetary investment in your advertising to get the data to see where the bottlenecks are mm-hmm. right, in your sales process. What's holding you back? It sounds like you do an A to B or A to Z type of solution, like when it comes to that part but you're actually kind of pulling them back to the foundation and asking them, like, what do you have? Like, what's the current state? If you don't have anything, then you're managing that expectation that- Exactly. You got to put some- 150% is managing the expectations because we'll have people that come on and like, we, I talk the world of YouTube ads. I love YouTube ads. I breathe the dang stuff, right? And people come on, they get a little excited and then like, they go like three weeks, four weeks, and they haven't had much, many sales. And I'm just like, look, man, like you have literally, you've had no sales process. Mm-hmm. Like what email sequence is going on? As I said before, what's your follow-up? What's your messaging? How's your webinar? Like what, what are the show-up rates? You know, how many people are at the close? You know, how many people show up to your book of calls? That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different variables to test and to measure, right? So if you're starting out fresh, right, with the brand new offer, brand new landing pages, brand new follow-up sequence, like expect to have to, you know, eat crap for a little while before it starts kicking in really into fifth gear. So yeah, so when someone comes to me and they go, oh, I'm already spending 10 grand a month on advertising on YouTube or Facebook, sorry, I'm like, yay, because, you know, it's, it's just so much easier just to plug YouTube in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, it's, it's already been taken care of all that process is there so yeah but yeah. the expectation many of the expectation is is the biggest thing in the very beginning 
So I, I like that you do that because there's a lead time. So how long is that typically for someone who is fresh or someone who has a built-in sales process? Like what's the disparity in terms of timing? So as I said, if someone's already running like ads, paid ads to mm -hmm. cold traffic who have no idea who the heck you are, mm -hmm. the expectation, like, like it can work that week, within a week, easy, right? Once we get that, once the ads are created, the messaging's done in the ads, that sort of thing, we're just testing hooks, like hooks in the, in the ad audiences that are going through on, on YouTube, which are the audiences on YouTube are just nuts, <laughs> but, um, testing hooks, messaging audiences, but yeah, usually within a week, you can start getting leads and sales. If you <laughs> if you already have proven sales process, if you don't, depending on what you're trying to do. So if you're trying to get leads for a webinar, yeah, you can probably get leads for a webinar first thing in a week, book a call might take a, a month some around there because you have to like even if it's like a free book a call mm -hmm. you know why should i get on a call with you i don't know who you are like why should i spend that time you know so what are you going to give them right so then we got to work out okay well yeah you're, you're you're giving a free call but what are they going to get on that call and don't say oh they're going to discover this knowledge no they need something they can take away like something physical or not physical but like checklist templates a roadmap, something that they can take and apply to their business straight away. Yeah. Right? And so that's what we used to do. But yeah, it depends on, on what the initial front end offer is. Mm -hmm. So when someone comes in, do you screen them to find out that piece? And do you actually like push back and say, no, I'm not going to work with you on this until you get here? 100%. We push back, no joke, about maybe 40%. Really? Yep. 40%. Crazy. So, yep, yep. Because what happens, people come to us and they're like, oh, I'm trying to sell this, you know, this, this $50, $47, you know, e-commerce product. Oh, I'm going to do affiliate marketing. No. You know, oh, oh, you know, I'm trying to sell this course on how to teach cats to surf. No. You know, or like all these different core, like we, we've had drivers education people not like youtube ads work the best for like coaches lead generation mm -hmm. right so particularly like if you have a product or an off service that you sell for like two three thousand dollars plus it works well for if you're a local service business and you you want to stop being the best kept secret youtube ads is amazing for you Right. But if you're selling some teeny tiny e-commerce product, like some flashlight or whatever, or a fanny pack or a freaking, you know, teeny tiny wallet. No, that's not going to work. Right. Because it's just the numbers don't work. The numbers don't work. So is so, it more? Yeah, man, there, there are heaps, heaps of people that we turn away. Heaps of people turn away. So when I'm thinking of that, because I've, I've noticed like with some creators, like if they sell this little fanny pack, they begin to do educational content versus the product and then kind of tag on the product after the fact. Yeah. So so you, that can work. So again, this all comes down to the sales process. So if your front end mm -hmm. is like a $47 course or $47 education pack or, or whatever it may be, but you have a back end where you got emails going out, you got people making phone calls, you got SMSs going out, like you got 
follow-ups like you have uh, upsells and downsells and all sorts mm -hmm. and that's all working and flowing and the lifetime value of a client that is like two thousand bucks three thousand plus yeah hundred percent you can do it hundred percent but if that's your main thing like if your offer is a 47 dollar course on teaching cats to surf or what you know whatever it could be right <laughs> you know if the lifetime value of a client right is not above two grand it's it's hard to do right now having said that we actually have a student who sells photography course for 297 right and she's <laughs> killing it she's killing it but she has a very very she has lots of social proof she's been doing it on you facebook for about four or five years now so she has a very proven sales process so yes her client's only worth like 300 bucks, but she has her messaging down to a T, right? She has her landing pages down, the conversion rates, like schmicka. Her conversion rate on her webinar is super amazing. So, so that can work, but that takes time to get there. That takes time to get there. I see. So... So what it sounds like, even just having this conversation, is that when you, you're going through this process, you really have to, one, do the upfront work by clarifying who you're planning to target, essentially. But you also have to put all your other system pieces in place, not just from a people resource, but also systems. Like, yep. what are you going to do once you put this thing out? So if someone's yep. going to come yep. and say, I want to work with Titan Marketers, and this is the product I want to sell, they need to come with that pre-work in advance because in order to have some success, you really have to think about how does each component tie into the, the other for 100%. you to even be able to, to give 100%. them a valid product and return. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that goes into the significance of the personal brand in piece with, uh, with the sales strategy. But how much of the analytics and the data analysis do you contribute to kind of the success of like the YouTube sales strategies that you use? How much of that? Like what kind of role do they play in kind of how much do you use them? Like analytics. All the time. I look at like I look at, okay, well, what's our click through rate? Hmm. Okay. So if we have an ad that's great messaging and we're targeting audience and the click through rates like 0.2%, right? No, like the obviously the ad's not resonating with that particular audience. So, you know, try a new ad. We also got to look at, okay, what's the bounce rate of the page, right? If the bounce rate of the page is really, really high, well, there's obviously something wrong with your page. It could be a page speed issue. It could be a messaging issue. Like what's the bounce rate of the page? What's the view rate of your video, right? If there's not a lot of people viewing it, you know, maybe maybe there's a messaging issue. Maybe it's the wrong audience. But ultimately, it's what is the cost per acquisition? What is the CPA, right? If that cost per acquisition, like I don't care what all the other numbers are, right? We could have a 0.1% click-through rate with a 95% bounce rate, right? But if my cost per acquisition is meeting my standard or lower than what I'm expecting, I will run it day in, day out, right? Because the only thing I care about is, well, really, 
ROI, my return on my ad spend, or ROAS. Mm -hmm. right? So if I have a really good cost per acquisition, then my return on my ad spend is going to be really good. So there are all these other analytical measurements you can look at, and they're all very important in understanding what's working, mm -hmm. right? Or mm -hmm. why things aren't working. But ultimately, it's how much it costs to acquire a new client, a new lead, a new sale. That's the one, the one ring to rule them all. That's the one number to rule them all is that CPA. Mm -hmm. And with that, how does organic reach kind of play into it? Is it, uh, is it important or do you just kind of let the ad run and then see how that kind of picks up over time? So with organic, that's a completely different beast. With organic, you can take, for example, a organic piece of content, right? And if you have like a YouTube video that's kind of gone a little viral, okay, you can run ads to that, right? They're called in-feed ads. I won't get too much into it, but you can run ads to that and you can target audiences, specific audiences with that piece of content. And so then you can then generate a warmer traffic, right? And then retarget those people with an ad later on, okay? So they consume your organic content through a paid ad, right? And then you retarget the people who watch that content with an ad that goes to your offer, right? So you can get this fully sick process where you're running ads to your organic content Right. And so what you can do is you can go, okay, well, first they see this ad. And then those who watch this content, we then send them an ad to this piece of content. And then once they watch that content, we then send an ad to this piece of content. And then whoever watches that content, we then send them an ad that sells our offer, which could be our webinar, a book a call, our product, whatever it may be. So by the time you're targeting people who've watched that third piece of content, they're freaking warm. Right, because they've now watched three pieces of valuable content. So you give, 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 right? And then you go, okay, well, here's here's my offer. So there's organic has a place for sure. I definitely believe that people should be doing organic content, but that's a very slow burn without paid ads. But you can do like this high, as I say, you can do like this hybrid machine, like this video. I call I call it a video funnel. So you can do this video funnel that basically can help supercharge creating a list of people via video. So like, like you have this big, massive audience that you've created mm -hmm. who all watched your content and then you can retarget them later on. So you got organic people in there with paid ads coming in there and it's just, yeah, it, it takes a couple of months for it to start kicking in. But once it starts kicking in, you're looking at like for every dollar you put into advertising your organic stuff, mm -hmm. takes about two, three months, sometimes a little bit longer. But for every dollar you put in there, you'll get three, four dollars back. Mm -hmm. and you have to be patient. And you don't have to spend like 10 bucks a day. You don't mm. have to spend a whole lot of money doing it. I mean, obviously, the more the merrier. But yeah. you don't have to spend a lot of money doing this. So. But yeah, so I hope that kind of answered your question. I kind of got on this big, gigantic tangent. But. No, no, no. It does answer the question because where my question is coming from, like say, for instance, someone's looking to kind of grow their business, right? Or scale their yep. business yep. to that next point. It's yep. that conversation yep. around, okay, well, do you focus on the organic and tweak and pull people from there? 
Or do you try to go out and do all the cold stuff, bring them in and then do another set of nurture? But I love that you did do both. the hybrid. Yeah, because it looks like that's what's needed. So if someone's like, okay, maybe I'll just stay with organic because they're more engaged, they're more whatever. To your point, it sounds like there is a place for, for both and there should be a place for yeah, both. Organic's long-term, mm-hmm. right? But it's slow. That's also cheap. It's also cheap, right? But you um, pay with time, right? Exactly. You pay with time. It's right. It's right. Whereas paid, it's it's quick, but it's it's expensive. But that's you can scale fast. Like you can scale a lot faster with paid traffic than you can with organic. So we're just like, let's just use both. So yeah. Well, you know what? Pay traffic to scale our organic material. (laughs) So you see, this is what I like about kind of your your take on kind of the process and, you know, having things in place in advance, because when it gets to this point, you're not distracted by all the other stuff that's coming your way. You kind of have a good handle of who you're looking to target, kind of what they would want from you. And then it makes your, your job a lot easier because when you're now having the conversation, it's very focused on this is kind of the ROI that we're going to give you. This is kind of the cost per acquisition. This is where I need you to tweak. What's the analytics saying? And I need you to do spot corrections as we go along to make this work your while. Okay. So what are three things that you, or tips that you can share with the audience if they are looking to scale using YouTube as part of their sales process? Okay. So I love the word you you scale because that means they're already having a, a proven sales process. So if you're wanting to add YouTube to your repertoire of marketing strategies, know who your avatar is. Have like three, right? Have like three avatars and what are their wants? What are their frustrations, right? Those are the biggest thing. What are their wants and what are their frustrations? Because then what you do is in your messaging, when your ad, you then speak to those wants and frustrations, so, for example, my business partner, Ben Jones, he runs another business called Youth in Business, where he teaches kids how to start a business before they leave high school, right? And he has three avatars. He has the stay-at-home mom, like the homeschool mom, right? Because in, in this particular business, it's the mom that's the decision maker. It's not dad. Dad just comes along for the ride. Right, but mom's the one that makes the decisions, right? So the you have the the business mom, right? The business mom, the, the entrepreneur mom, you have the the homeschool mom, right? And you have the 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 wealthy stay-at-home mom, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all three of those you need to have different messages for, right? You can't use the same message. For a private school mom, you can with a homeschool mom, mm-hmm. right? And that again, those are different messages than you can for the entrepreneur mom, right? So know who your avatar is, have a very clear understanding of who they are, right? And then you can script out your YouTube ad super easier from there, okay? That's probably the biggest thing because the biggest needle mover with YouTube ads is the actual ad, the creative. Mm. Right. So you can have fantastic targeting, right? You can get fully sick targeting on YouTube like crazy. If your ad sucks and the messaging sucks, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. 
Whereas you can have quite broad targeting on YouTube. And if you have a very narrowed in message going to a specific person, right? Well, everyone else is going to skip hit that skip button. And only the people that that message resonates with will continue to watch. So your ad creative is the number one most important needle mover in the entire YouTube ads process. After that, targeting. Like, where do your dream humans live? What websites are they visiting? Okay, what YouTube videos they're watching? What keywords are they typing in the Google search? Right? Because mm -hmm. there's no other platform on the planet that has targeting like YouTube. So let me give you an example. So say, for example, I have large competitors, right? Mm -hmm. I can target people who visit their websites and websites similar to those websites with a YouTube ad the next time those visitors go to YouTube. So just say, for example, I'm a local coffee shop, right? You're drinking Starbucks, right? So I'm a local coffee shop. I want to target people who go to Starbucks website to order their coffee or their mocha choco lattes. I don't know what they order on Starbucks, right? So, what are you talking about? You hating on my coffee? My coffee no, 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 no. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it's delicious. But so what happens is I say to Google, because Google has all this information on all of us, right? And it's all used for advertising, right? And so I say to Google, look, Google, anyone that visits Starbucks website or websites that are similar to Starbucks website, those people who visit those websites, the next time they go to YouTube to watch something, I want you to show them this tailor-made ad, right? You can do that. Or I can say, all right, Google, anyone that types in these specific search terms on the Google search bar, the next time they go to YouTube, I want you to show them these specific ads. Right. Really? And so you can get fully sick targeting with YouTube advertising and you have this tailor made ad. We, we actually call it credit card out targeting because you're able to target someone who's interested in your product. They have the money to buy your product and they're ready to buy your product. Mm -hmm. So, so know who your avatar is, get your messaging right and understand the different places that your dream humans are going to. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the three biggest things you can do to have successful YouTube advertising straight out the gate if you're looking for scale. Mm -hmm. Yes. I hope that I, made sense. <laughs> no, no, it did make sense. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, even for me, when I connect with people and they ask, you know, specific questions, you know, just around, you know, like business or even my, my clients, they'll say, oh, how did you know this? Or how did you know that? this would be an issue or it's almost like you're speaking to me. And in some cases, I'm like, because I've been on Reddit, I've been on Quora, I've been on all these things and I hurt you. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I I literally have seen you in action. You've been like behind the, the Twitter boards just going. So of course, yes, of course the messaging speaks to you because I'm literally tailoring it for you. Yeah. Everything that you're saying is for you. It's using your words, everything coming out of the gate, looking at it. And I think, you know, when I first started business and they said ideal client avatar, you know, and then they gave you like that little half done avatar where, you know, you know, oh, this is Jim. He Jim likes to go to the, the mall. And, you know, it's so much more than that, guys. It's so it's, it's much more than that. More than that. Yeah. More. Yeah. It's so much more than that. So, you no, know, Jim likes blue. 
There's yeah. so much worse. <laughs> this very bad is queen, you know? <laughs> it's a whole thing. Like, there's so much more to that. So I think when you, to your point, like when you get deep into it, you can do the kind of targeting that you're doing because that's where the money's at. That's literally where the money's at because that's that person who, like you said, will not, you know, hit the, the quick double fast, you know, fast forward on those ads because it's they it. actually want to hear it. And they yeah. actually will go to the bottom and look for the description and the link and go search some more. So, you know, if you are going to spend this kind of money, I think it's only like, it only makes sense, you know, like if you're going to work with someone like you, like you and Ben, like it only makes sense for you to do the pre-work and make sure that you get this thing right. The more work you put into the very beginning of, of building your messaging, your avatar, doing the due diligence on your targeting, the more time, the more effort you put into it, man, it, it's going to pay off in the end, like big time it's going to pay off. And, and there is a path from the beginning, yeah. right? The path from the because because you, now you're going to be able to test and measure with really good data, really good data. And so, yeah, don't do a half-assed job. Yeah. So what's next for you? What do you guys have on your plate and uh, where can people find you? So what's next for us is we're actually doing a uh, two-day in-person workshop in Brisbane. So that'd be really cool. And then we'll probably do a virtual sometime. And then we're actually flying out to San Diego in February to go speak at Social Media World Conference in San, yeah, in San Diego. So we've been invited there for so speaking there. So that's, that's, that's really exciting. Cool. Yeah. It is very cool. Unfortunately, it's not going to be me speaking. Like I'll be there, but it's my goofball business partner who will be speaking. So I'm a little jelly. I'm a little <laughs> jelly, I have to admit. I'll be the silent mountain in the background, you know, like, yeah. Let's just but, say, um, like, you know what? It takes the two of you to make Titan Marketers. I, I couldn't do it without him. I couldn't do it without him. Man. I couldn't yeah. Him. So, person, so, you know, say exactly. Yeah. So that's going to be yeah. awesome. So I, yeah, no, I, I think good. it will be, you know what? While he's talking, it gives you the opportunity to go out there and make new friends. That's it. That's it. That's that's it. I'll be doing networking. I have no issue speaking to people, as you can probably tell. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of the short term what's happening with us. And then if someone wants to get in, in contact with us in regards to YouTube advertising, if you want agency, we can do agency, but you have to be spending at least 10 grand a month on advertising already, right? Like if you're spending 10 grand already a month on advertising, we can help you for sure, right? Otherwise, we do have a coaching program where we actually teach you how to drive and it's a, well, it's a six month program at the moment that might be going to 12 sometime soon. I don't know, maybe. So yeah, but if you want to get in contact with us, you can contact me on my email address, our work email address, which is Marcus at titanmarketer.com. Or you can just go to titanmarketer.com and you can book a $97 strategy call with us. That's awesome. Okay. So I'll put the information in the show notes. So if you want to do the DIY, you can absolutely like go through the coaching program if that's something of interest. Or if you just want to get like a spot hit in terms of like focused target area questions, I guess that's the $97. Yeah. And 
And the other component, if you already spending that money and you just aren't seeing results, it's the conversation of like, let's work together to make yeah. it make yeah. worth your while, which is the bigger ticket item, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. it's uh, it's more one-on-one touch points with working yeah, with exactly. your people. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So I'm glad that we got to do this and lots of good stuff and learned so much more about you from that trampoline <laughs> incident. <laughs> I try to forget it. I try to forget it. Well, you know what? That's why you're here right now, right? If it didn't happen, like, you know. If it didn't happen, if it didn't ha- I don't know how my life, I don't know. I'd probably be working fly and fly out at a mine site somewhere, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. You would not even be in San Diego, like, no, you know. No, I wouldn't be in San Diego. That's exactly yelling. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> So glad we got to do this. So thank you again for being a part of the podcast and everything that we we discussed in terms of how to reach you, connect with you, will be in the show notes. So if you're interested in contacting Marcus, like absolutely like reach out to him. Thank you for listening to the Scale to Grow podcast. To work with us or access free resources, head over to www.concaveservices.com. And don't forget to leave us a review. See you on the next episode.